0: Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by iFilm Cinema, cinema for everyone. As you know, this podcast is available to listen to on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all that other good stuff, you know, that puts my podcast out there for the world to people, for people to listen to. So, it's been a weird couple of weeks. It's been a weird past month, really. So, last episode I did was a little chaotic. We did it at the gym and it was something, you know, just sort of a, a spur of the moment type thing. I um, sound quality wasn't the best on it, and I apologize for that. Um, but I figured I'd take this one to do by myself and do some talking. I got a couple things we can talk about, so that's cool. So stretching back, I believe the last episode I did was like the actual like sit down episode I did was with Anthony, and that was about two weeks ago. Well, yeah, week and a half, sorry, either way it goes, it's been a minute, and the reason for that is because, you know, I've been fucked up, I, let's just do a little recap here, so about three weeks, four weeks ago, about a month ago, um, I talked about it on the podcast, I had a, like, inner ear canal infection that, you know, did me over quite, quite dirty. That was rough. So sort of doing a podcast and in excruciating pain is just not that pleasant. That's why an episode never came out during that time. And that alone took about a week and a half to get rid of. And then on top of that, almost directly, when I say almost directly, I mean, like the next day, if not the day after I got over that ear infection, and things started to clear up. I got sick and I just, you know, the weather here changes so crazy. It started off with probably allergies and just me being negligent to the fact that I do have allergies that go crazy when the weather changes. Turned it into, you know, either a chest cold or some sort of like bronchitis. Probably. I still have a small cough right now. It's, um, gotten a lot better though, that's why I'm able to sit here and talk and yeah, it's just been a rough, it's been a rough month in all honesty, it's just been a rough time sorry those that was me adjusting everything over here so I can talk in a comfortable sitting position, so I'm not leaned over and hunched. But yeah, no, so um, when you're listening to this, it'll be the 21st. um, All-Star Weekend in the NBA just passed. Mack McClung sort of revitalized the Slam Dunk Contest over the past couple of years. Slam Dunk Contest has been a joke. It's been awful, especially last year's. Last year's was so bad. And so that was cool. Damian Lillard won the three-point contest, rocking his uh, alma, alma mater in the Weber State. And Team Giannis and Team LeBron squared off. Team Giannis got the dub. It's the first time LeBron's team lost in, you know since the new format of having captains and picking has taken over the All-Star Game. And the Celebrity All-Star Game, which I hope to play in one day, to be completely honest. Uh, DK Metcalf went crazy. He's an athletic freak of nature, which makes sense. He, I think he had like 20 points and 10 boards and like four blocks. Something wild. So that was cool. Um, the Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and them boys took home the dub over the Eagles. Even though the Eagles put up a great, a great fight and played a great game. Just got edged out in the end right there. And... That's it for, you know, football season, obviously. Going into basketball season, you have, I, I oh, honestly, I didn't get a chance to talk about any of the trades that happened after the trade deadline. Obviously, the big blockbuster ones, you know, many, many trades, but the blockbuster ones I want to speak on are Russell being traded away from the Lakers. I think it's a great move for the Lakers. They got D'Angelo Russell in return and some picks. Russell was traded to the Utah Jazz, but uh, recently, I think in the last day or so, uh, the the Jazz bought out his contract, and I believe he's signing with the Los Angeles Clippers, so he's not even moving. He's literally playing in the same building, just in a different jersey. Um, And another big one, Kyrie Irving was traded to the Dallas Mavericks. To team up with Luca, He got traded for Spencer Dinwiddie. And. Oh what's his name. Who is he. It's the guy. I know. I'm going to be very disappointed. Whenever I look this up. And I don't know. And I couldn't remember his name. I'm going to be very disappointed in myself. They'll be very 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 disappointed in myself. To be honest. What is his name? Dorian Finney Smith. That's right. In some picks, I think the whole Luca Ky- Luca Kyrie. I think on paper, it works. Uh, being Luca is a mind you, they're both ball dominant players, and sharing. You know, there's only one basketball to go between the two of them. But people forget that Kyrie worked with LeBron James who is also a ball dominant player. But Luka and LeBron have a lot of similarities which yes, they're ball dominant players and score the ball. But they also set up their teammates for success. And I think that I think that Kyrie got put on a Mavericks team basically with in uh, the less athletic version of LeBron James at a younger age. I think it works. Do I think he stays in Dallas uh, this coming off season? Absolutely not. I think he leaves. But who knows? It's Kyrie Irving. He's a surprising character. He might stay after all. He might see some promise with the Mavericks and the ownership with Mark Cuban and uh, coaching with Jason Kidd and feel like that's a good fit. But we'll see. Only time will tell. And then the big one that happened, you know, A couple hours after the Lakers traded away uh, Russ, Kevin Durant was traded to the Phoenix Suns to team up with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. That's honestly a scary team. If, you know, they're all healthy. KD, obviously, health problems. DeAndre Ayton. Chris Paul's getting older. He's up there in age. I believe he's 38 or will be 38 very soon. And... Unlike LeBron James, he did not age that well like LeBron did. Uh, so we'll see. It's still a dangerous combo. Chris Paul's still a, you know, top 10 point guard of all time. Uh, great passer, great at setting up his team, and can score the ball when needed. Maybe not like he used to, but he can. Devin Booker, a star shooting guard in the league. Um DeAndre Ayton, a very talented center. Um, so, yeah, I think that team is very dangerous. There's someone to look out for in the West for sure. But we'll see. I still think the Celtics have a very good chance of winning a title this year. I think the Bucks have a good chance. Um, I think the Warriors, even though they're not that good right now, they got Gary Payton, the second back, uh, a defensive monster, and adds – You know, some ball handling to the offensive end as well to take the pressure off of Jordan Poole and Steph, especially because Steph is injured right now. So I think uh, the Warriors are still someone to look out for, for sure. You can't count them out. Never count them out, ever. There are defending champs for a reason. They did win a championship last year for a reason. But in all honesty, that's really all I have on basketball talk. And then moving forward, We have some big fights. I'm so excited. The next like couple of weeks of fights are just so, 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 so fun. Like this coming weekend is packed. This coming weekend we have March 4th. Not so not this coming weekend, but the weekend after that. Sorry. So next weekend we have the return of John Jones. Exciting. He's fighting Cyril Gon for the heavyweight championship. The co-main, Uh the championship, uh, the flyweight women's championship. Valentina Shevchenko versus uh, Alexa Grasso. It'll be a good fight. I got Valentina, obviously. Uh, Neal or Jeff Neal, however you want to pronounce his name. He's fighting. Um, eh, it's never been a, never really caught my eye. To be completely honest. We have the UFC debut of Bo Nickel. He's a uh, tough prospect, the Ultimate Fighter prospect. Derek Brunson's also on that card. Cody Garbrandt's also on that card. I think it'll be, it's a good card. It's a, honestly, it's just a, a good card. And that's in two weeks. This coming weekend, though, we have Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. As long as Tommy Fury does not pull out, third times hopefully the charm about a week away now, a little less than a week away. Um, That fight is exciting. I think that fight's super exciting. If you're a, I can understand if you're not a Jake Paul fan and you want Jake Paul to lose, that's cool. I'm a Jake Paul fan, though. I think Jake Paul is a, uh, I think I'm able to look past what a lot of people can't, which is if Jake Paul wasn't Jake Paul, And when I say that, I mean, yes, he's a boxer. He's been training, specifically boxing, for five years now. And he's fighting people, Anderson Silva, Tyron Woodley, Ben Askren, those are the three notable names that he's beat. He's fighting people that, yes, are technically out of their prime, more so Ben Askren and Anderson Silva than Tyron Woodley. And fighting people that do not box for a living. I can understand the argument of Jake Paul needs to fight a boxer, which is what he's doing this coming weekend. He's fighting Tommy Fury. He's six and oh four KOs, the little brother of Tyson Fury, the greatest heavyweight of all time. So the odds, when you look at it, are stacked against him. I do think Jake Paul's going to win, and I'll get to that in a minute. But I think the problem people have with Jake Paul is that he's Jake Paul. And when I say that, I mean, he's fighting all these MMA legends and beating them and beating them badly. Like Anderson Silva, yes, it went the full distance and the Tyron Woodley fight went the full distance the first time and he knocked him out the second fight. He knocked Ben Askren out in the first round and Ben Askren is no, he's no boxer. He's never, he wasn't even known for throwing punches in MMA, the slash UFC. That's not what he was. He was a wrestler. But he has been hit before. He's been hit by guys much bigger than Jake Paul. And he has knockout wins. So he knows something about throwing hands. But I'll give you that one. Moving on to Tyron Woodley, a man who is a wrestler. But was notable for knocking out people and using his hands in the UFC. He was a champion for a very long time. One of the greatest welterweight champions of all time. For knocking people out. Yeah, Jake Paul went the distance with him him the first time. He knocked him out the second time. Then he moves on to Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva. People quick to forget this. A year ago or a year prior to the Jake Paul fight. Was a retired MMA fighter who fought Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. World champion and beat him in a boxing match. He has a winning record in boxing. Yes, it's a small record, but he has a winning record in boxing. And yes, he's in his 50s, or about to be, he's 47, and he's a little older. But watching that fight, he still moves like the Spider. He still moves like Anderson Spider Silva. And I'm saying all that to go, if Jake Paul wasn't Jake Paul, if Jake Paul was just some random dude that got put in the ring with Anderson Silva, you would say Anderson Silva is going to beat him all day long. You would say it no matter what everyone does, but because it's Jake Paul and he has a name and a notoriety about him. People want to see him fail. And in all re- in, in reality, he's putting in the time and effort to be, be, to become a professional boxer, which if I'm not mistaken, I read and heard on sports center um, and got the ESPN alert that if, Jake Paul beats Tommy Fury on Sunday. He will be in the top-ranked, rank, you know, he'll be a ranked boxer, which I think is cool. I think it's going to take a lot of people by surprise how the fight goes. I think Jake Paul shows that he's a very good boxer and not just a knockout, per, knockout artist. And I think he beats, I do think he knocks out Tommy Fury. I think he knocks him out in round four. Uh, I think it's an eight-round fight. So I think he knocks him out in round four, direct middle of the fight. But who knows? I could be wrong. Um, It could be a full-distance fight. It could go Tommy Fury's way. I mean, he is a boxer. He's been boxing his whole life. You know, boxing runs in his blood. It's in his family. Uh, His brother's a world champion. His dad was a boxer. So we'll see. I think Jake, Jake, I got my money on Jake Paul, though. The problem child. I'm here for it. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be an entertaining fight. I'm not sure about any of the other fights on the card. I'll have to look it up. See if I'm interested by any of the other fights that are on that card. But we'll see. But um, more going back to how I started the episode about me. Um, Like I said, ear infection into being sick. And I think I covered it a little bit about my trip to the er on the uh, for the ear infection but that night it's a little personal which is odd cuz i never do i never get too personal on here but i think it sort of opens the door for the people that listens to the listen to this to sort of get to know me better and i think that's the whole point of having something like doing social media technically i guess or media uh, something that people take in and consume. Uh, they want to get to know you. They want to feel relatable. They want to feel personal with you. So this is me doing that. Um, I have a weird fear of hospitals. It's, it's a strange thing. don't know why. I think I don't know where it stems from to be completely. I have no clue. But uh, that night at the ER it freaked me out. You know, I go into the ER, it's dead. It's midnight. No one's there. It's like a Sunday. I get put in the, the, you know, I get taken to the back pretty quickly. They ask me, you know, the general questions. You know, are you on any medication? Are you allergic to anything? Blah, blah, blah. What's your pain scale? You know, what's your pain on a scale of one to ten? I told them an eight. It was terrible. It was probably a ten, but I didn't want to seem like a little bitch. And she, she, the woman asked me if I'm taking any medicine, like med- on any medication. I told her I'm not on any medication. And the woman that was doing all my like vitals, my heart rate and blood pressure and stuff like that, she was very stern. She wouldn't let me get a word out. And so they run in my vitals, and she tells me my blood pressure is like super high, like freakishly high. And that... M- Mind you, I'm already terrified of hospital. So I'm already freaked out. Like my anxiety is already through the roof because I'm in a hospital alone. Add on top of that, that I'm in excruciating pain, which also raises your blood pressure, which at the time I did not know that for warning. And I also did not know taking ibuprofen and Tylenol and stuff like that also raises your blood pressure. I did not know these things. So when she tells me that, I try to get a word in and she won't let me. She's very just straightforward to the point. I got stuff to do, even though the hospital was dead. So now I'm freaked out. They take me back to the room to to a room that looks like a room they do like cat scans in. And that freaks me out even more because I've been to this hospital before and I've never been put in a room like this. So completely just. Uh, You know, I'm I'm in my head. I'm just freaked out. I'm just terrified. Doctor comes in, looks at my ear. He's very cool, very calm, joking, laughter, jovial. Takes a look at my left ear is fine. Takes a look at my right ear and goes, oh, it's your ear canal. It's infected. Oh, that's it. Cool. Thank you. Goes, yeah, I'm going to whip you up something real quick. You'll be out of here in a couple minutes. I'm starting to calm down. Another nurse comes in to recheck my vitals, and she's a little younger. She's joking. She's laughing. Ask me how this happened. I'm able to sort of crack some jokes and calm myself down. And at that point, my vitals return to normal because I feel safe. I feel compliant. I feel good. I know know what's wrong with me. It's not something crazy. I know I'm about to get some some medicine that'll knock it out for me real quick. Some antibiotics. I'm good to go. And she goes, what was up with your blood pressure earlier? And I was like, yo, I'm terrified of hospitals. I'm in terrible pain. And she goes, oh yeah, you're, you know, when you're in pain, your blood pressure goes up just to sort of try to compensate for the pain you're in. And I was like, I didn't know this. And she goes, are you taking anything? And I was like, I popped, you know, a ton of ibuprofen earlier because this pain was so bad. She goes, yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. And I was like, and on top of that, I'm terrified of hospitals. She goes, why? And I was like, I don't, I truly don't know. So with all that being said, recently I, I, I don't even know how to say this. I damn near had, I thought I was having like a panic attack and I think I did have a panic attack to be completely honest with you. I had to. The last time I felt that way was on my flight. The last time I went to Los Angeles to see my brother, the flight out there was in this smaller plane. The air conditioning didn't work. It's the middle of August. It's hot. This was when they still had to. You start to wear masks on a plane, and I. The plane ride there also was super shaky. And I'm a great flyer. I love flying. But for some reason, at that moment, I was just super just paranoid. My anxiety was through the roof. I was having a panic attack in that damn plane. And on top of that, I was sitting. I always I always take a window seat. I need a window seat because I can't sleep on planes. So I need a window seat to give me something to look out of when I get bored. My mom's sitting next to me, and there's a woman sitting next to her. So we don't even have the room for my mom to scoot over a seat and for me to sort of like stretch my legs and lean a little bit, this is not an option on the flight there. It's just not happening. The plane's booked. So the last time I felt this way was that day. So a couple of days ago, I went to, I ended up going to, uh, going to bed really late at like 5am. This was about three, four days ago, but when it ended up going to bed really late, three, you know, three, 5am, something like that. I woke up three hours later just in my head, anxiety through the roof, panicking, and I don't know why. I actually do know why, and I'm going to get into why, but I called Kyler, who, if you don't know, Kyler used to be the other host of the podcast before he had to step away for family stuff, and I called Kyler because I've known Kyler for half my life, and he is a very informative person. He's very well knowledge, well knowledgeable, and uh, he knows what he's talking about. So I called him to sort of calm me down, to get out of my head, and it worked. I, you know, I went ended up going back to sleep, and I woke up, and I felt great. And I, we basically wrapped it up and summed it up to the recent lifestyle changes I've made, which are, for some reason. That whole debacle in the emergency room freaked me out. This made me feel terrible about myself. So I took it upon myself to go into my refrigerator slot and pantry, clear it out, go to the store, and completely revamp my eating habits. And when I say that, I mean like no more eating out. I I eat out once a week. I have like, you know, one sheet day type meal. And... But the rest is, you know, chicken, rice, um, some bland pasta, maybe some egg whites, only water and or only water throughout the day, maybe a prime or a Gatorade while I'm at the gym just to sort of rehydrate me and give me some fuel while I'm there. Completely just revamped my eating habits. Cold turkey, just cut everything off cold turkey, just bang, just cut it off. Mind you, I was also sick when I did this. So, me being sick, just getting over an ear infection, completely changing my diet and my health, like eating habits. And I, uh, for those who uh, didn't know, I cut off, you know, using vaping nicotine products completely. I just cut them out, threw it out the window. Was driving down the highway and I looked at it and I was like, dude, what am I doing to myself? This is no way. This is good for you. This is terrible for you. I don't endorse it whatsoever. So I threw it out the window, completely cut everything unhealthy out of my life. All at once. Basically same day. We basically wrapped it up to the reason I was having this like panic attack slash like anxiety attack is because I. You know, my body was still trying to recover from being sick. I changed my eating habits in a day. Just, you know, forced myself out of bed to go to Walmart and Green Market and buy healthier foods. And cut out, you know, the vaping in a day. And I was reading stuff about people who have vaped in the past And, you know, it takes three days for nicotine to leave your body, but the withdrawals of it are, you know, they linger for like a week to two weeks and it's the worst part. And I think that's what it was. It was just all of that combined at the exact same time just made my body go into panic mode, which in return made my head go into panic mode. But good news is I'm all good now. I've been good for couple days now, I went to the gym, lifted, I've started lifting again, eating, eating better, eating healthy, water only, all that stuff, you know, just pure, clean, clean diet. That's basically what I'm trying to get at. So I put that, I normally, I wouldn't say anything about it on here because it's a very personal thing to talk about, but I feel like I owe it to the listeners for them to know. And, you know, also, it's sort of me saying it on here is sort of like motivation to say, you know, because if you don't put it out there, people don't know. And when people don't know, you, you no one holds you accountable. And, yeah, it's better to hold yourself accountable, and I do. But at the same time, that little extra push, that little oomph of putting it on a podcast that's going to be on here for basically ever makes it to where no matter what. So if I, if someone sees me out doing something unhealthy, like eating unhealthy or something like that, and they're a fan of the show and they're, they, you know, they have the nerve. A lot of people won't, but if they do have the nerve to say something to me about it, I'm held accountable for my actions, which I'm not going to break. It's just a little, a little insurance, you know? So, I think I got it. I think I'm good. I think I'm good to go. I had my friend uh Woody who uh I've known for a very 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 long time whip up sort of like a meal plan for me, uh just some like eating stuff like what to cook on what days and stuff like that to where I'm not like burning myself out burning myself out on the same stuff over and over again. And uh yeah, no. This is a it's a we it's a cool life change. It wasn't cool for the first couple of days, don't get me wrong, it was awful. Um, but right now I'm feeling good. It's, you know, Monday night. Got home, ate healthy. I'm about to go into the kitchen after I, you know, get done recording this. i about to go into the kitchen and cut up an apple to eat, a little late healthy snack, and uh, do it all over again tomorrow. That's my plan. And uh, stick to it as long as I can. Hopefully for a very, very long time. But we'll see. We'll see how these, you know, in a year, in episode 400, how my life is going. You know, I was just, you know, sort of the the thought of not every day is promised. And um, life is short. You got to make the best of it while you're here. But also while you're here, you got to sort of. Make sure you're here as long as you can, because there are people that no matter how you feel, there are people that, you know, depend on you, that count on you, that even if you don't feel like it, that enjoy being in your presence. And I'm one of those people that feel like I'm not really needed anywhere in my society, not my society, but like the group of people I surround myself with, I don't feel like I'm needed anywhere. So it's very easy to sort of put yourself in that mindset of, you know, why bother? But that's not the case. And you know, you just sort of got to put yourself out there and be open and willing to acknowledge that people need you, excluding family. Family's always going to be there. But I'm talking about the people that really know you. And yeah, family knows you, but no one, I don't think anyone knows you as well as your friends. Cause you're able to be yourself and that's not the case almost ever with family, family is sort of different. You sort of, I don't want to say put on an act, but you sort of hold yourself to a higher accountability and do act sometimes with family to sort of to put on that mirage of who you, who you are or who you're trying to be with your friends. You're sort of different. You're sort of more open and more free. So with all that being said, can't believe I made it to 30 minutes talking by myself in a dark room with a laptop, but I did, uh, but with all that being said, um, thank you to all the people that bought the Valentine's day merch, um, summer merch. Let me see if I put it in the calendar. I think I did. Let's see here. Yeah, I did. All right. So, uh, summer merch, uh, is going to go on sale, um, Made 16th, so yeah, it's a while away. It's a couple months, three months away actually, but going to put it on here, start counting it early, you know, um, I started making it already. I think the design people will like very much. It's a little different than what I've done before. Um, I'm very excited to do that one. I'm very excited for the photo shoot for it. I've already have the, the spot booked for the photo shoot, so I'm very excited for that. Very excited for people to buy it, to wear it. Uh, The material, what's my favorite part actually about selling merchandise is that I'm able to, the more and more I do it, the the better and better I get at finding and sourcing good material, good long-lasting clothing that's also comfortable, but also very breathable and stylish, especially being here in Texas where it gets well over 100 degrees during the summer. So yeah, I'm very excited about that. But with all that being said... Thank you for listening. I appreciate everyone that listens to the podcast more than you could possibly imagine. Um, I'm good. Healthy is healthy. I'm health. Health is wealth. Health is good. No more prolonged and long delays of no episodes. Even if it is just me by myself, I've gotten to the point where I'm perfectly comfortable with that. So after all that, I will see you. Or I guess he'll talk to you all on Friday. And uh, yeah, have a good week.